Welcome to part two of Spare Me, the Meghan Markle and Prince Harry saga. Friends, we've given you a dive into Harry, but we can't stop with just diving into Harry. We have to talk about current events because there's a huge thing that's happening on May 6th. 2023, and that's the coronation of King Charles. We've looked at the ways the Duke and Duchess didn't just leave the royal family, they burned the bridge and torpedoed them time after time after time. Now that Queen Elizabeth II has passed on, King Charles is set to be crowned. And there's more to this than just um, leaving the royal family. He's going to shake things up for Meghan and Harry. Release of Harry's memoir, Spare, started rolling downhill. Oh man, did it ever. This stuff is just astounding to me. So first of all, eviction notice served. So the Duke and Duchess of Sussex were evicted out of Frogmore Cottage, which the couple renovated at taxpayer expense to the tune of three million dollars. Had the couple not stepped down, this would have been their home while in Britain. For the last few years, it sat mostly empty unless, you know, they visited, which has only happened on occasion for the Queen's Platinum Jubilee and the passing of the Queen herself. The couple did offer to pay it back. Okay, first of all, you asked what a Platinum Jubilee. She was queen for 75 years. Platinum. Gold. Oh, yes. Okay. Wow. Just throwing that in there. Well, As far as paying it back, I wonder if this was an offer that they themselves initiated or a spin because the monarchy requested the money to be paid back. That's my first thought. Yeah, I've yeah, I don't feel like anything sincere comes from them. But, you know, maybe there's the occasional sincerity from Harry as a as a whisper to the family he once loved. Right. Well, some do say that it's King Charles' attempt to slim down the monarchy, a vision that he and his mother had before she passed. Um, They wanted to make it more efficient and slim down expenses. And Frogmore Cottage sitting empty is not, you know, something that they wanted to carry forward. Um, They're doing this in part because sentiment toward the monarchy has turned negative in the modern era. People wonder what their tax dollars are going for. And they see this, you know, $3 million renovation Mm -hmm. sitting empty, Meghan and Harry just like bashing their royalty and their figureheads over and over again. Others say it's revenge. Mm. And from all the research I did, the reading and reading and clicking and clicking, experts doubt revenge is the motivator, but that's where my money is. And maybe one day we'll know in a future memoir. That's right. (laughs) Next, we have the coronation invitation. Earlier this year, it was confirmed that the Duke and Duchess were indeed invited to the May 6, 2023 coronation of King Charles. And let's take a look at how the couple responded and some of the responses to their invitation and reactions to the responses. Okay, so just to set the stage here, the invitation was received and confirmed sometime in February. And since then, there has been endless speculation regarding their attendance. Well, the speculation is one thing, but the Duke and Duchess weren't going to just RSVP yes or no. They have demands. Oh, are you kidding me? No, I'm not kidding you. It's it's oh, ridiculous. The, the I mean, how do you event- leave the okay? How do you leave the royal family? Get invited to something that is very royal family is obviously steeped in tradition and rules, and then you have demands. Interesting. Yes, they have demands. The first demand: they would like their young children 
Archie and Lilibet to be included in the invitation. As of the invitation, they were not included. Well, here's one thing. A four-year-old and just shy of two-year-old, if I had those, I would be happy to leave my kids at home because how could they possibly endure the endless hours of pomp and circumstance? My one-year-old cried during the entire during an entire wedding ceremony, probably mm-hmm. because the bride was 45 minutes late and the ceremony was during nap time. <laughs> but can you even imagine this happening at a coronation, the first one since 1953? No, those kids are going to be crying. I was actually watching some videos of Camilla, like, scolding Kate because her children, you know, touched their hair. So, and that yeah. was not at a coronation. I mean, I as a mom might like for my children to be included, but I don't think it's like out of the norm for the children not to be included at coronations. Okay, so let's give this request some context. When Queen Elizabeth was crowned, Princess Anne was not there because she was deemed too young to be at Westminster Abbey for the ceremony. And Charles, who was just four years old at the time, was present, but only because of his position as the next person in the line of succession to the throne behind his mother. And like, that is the only reason. And we get this fact from showbizcheatsheet.com. Thanks, Showbiz Cheat Sheet. So their next demand was some kind of celebration or acknowledgement of Archie's birthdays. So for those who don't know, coronation day is the same day as Archie's birthday, and they want that to be factored into the day's celebrations. You know, because they are keen for their son's birthday to not get lost during the momentous day. And I mean, I guess I would understand that if Archie was five, six, seven, eight, even knew what day his birthday was. But he doesn't. So right. just he's turning back four. and relax. Yeah. He's turning four. And this day, some some speculation, some gossip out there says that this is Prince Charles giving the big middle finger to Meghan and Harry by choosing this day. Because this day will forever be King Charles Coronation Day. It will never be Archie's birthday in the mind well, Ar- of the prince. Yeah, well, Archie's parents said he's not royal so i mean if his dad really i mean but his dad still gave them the titles of prince and princess so Mm -hmm. i don't know i mean maybe it's the big middle finger but i mean also maybe it's just the day that worked and they have no control just kidding that's totally tongue-in-cheek i'm sure they have control (laughs) (laughs) i don't think prince charles looks like a vengeful man so i'm gonna say that it just happened to work with the whole royal schedule in general. Mm -hmm. Um, But a part of me is like, I hope he did it on purpose. (laughs) The third demand is the Duke and Duchess would like position on the Buckingham Palace balcony. And this honor is reserved for working royals, which the Duke and Duchess are not. Yeah, dude, you don't get to be on the balcony when you're not part of the royal part of the royal family anymore. What in the actual? Like, come on. Like, stop it. Either you're in or you're out. Like, stop this. Well, you know, that's less pictures they'll be in. That's why. Uh Uh-huh. Which is and surprising those pictures so traumatized. Those pictures, pictures are historic pictures. You got that, right? Those pictures up on that balcony are in the English historical museum in the future okay so they go I have on a question forever about that yes in reference not that exactly but 
they left the royal family, right? Correct me if I'm wrong, before okay. Queen Elizabeth passed away, right? Correct. Mm-hmm. All right. So their entire lives, our entire lives, our parents' entire lives, basically. I mean, she's been the queen. So I don't think they thought through what it would mean if they left the royal family and then his dad became king. They didn't think this one through. Their timing was very off. Picture that you're talking about, that's mm-hmm. like huge. And there's no way they thought that through. There's no way that Prince Harry sat there and thought about his dad's coronation one day and how he wouldn't be part of the family archives. Okay, then the two of them are the stupidest two brain cells in the universe, because how could you not think that? When they got married, the queen was, let's see, they've been married since 2018, that's five years. She was already 89 years old. She died at 94. How do you not think that my dad's going to eventually be king while I'm married? I don't think that they do think. Oh my God. Forward. I'm they sorry. They don't have two brain cells between the two of them. <laughs> okay. So the next demand that they have, my gosh, they got a lot of demands, yep. dude is they would like use of Frogmore Cottage for their time in the country during the event. And this includes security measures and personnel associated with the cottage, which means the couple wouldn't have to pay for their own separate security themselves. Oh my gosh, like they are acting like this is like, if you want us to come, then you will do these things. Otherwise, you don't get our presence and our presence is a present. Yeah, well, so I think Harry is playing on the fact that he knows his dad wants him of course. there. Yeah, it's manipulation I mean, at the highest it is. level. It, it totally is. And that that's just baloney. They have enough money. They can pay for their own security. And it's not like they'll just be renting a hotel room at the Ritz or something. They have a room at Buckingham Palace. Oh, really? That they can use when they visit. So yeah, they've been evicted from Frogmore. But if they choose to go visit any time in the future, they have a room at Buckingham Palace. I mean, hello, oh my gosh. it's gotta be can better you even than imagine? I can't yeah. even imagine saying I'm gonna go visit my mom and then tell her she must also get me a bed and breakfast. What? Yeah. Oh gosh. And oh, not see. just any bed and breakfast. A cottage. <laughs> yeah. No, Demand- a cottage. A cottage. <laughs> Demand number five, security, they want armed guards. Again, goes back to Frogmore Cottage. Um, but they would like their own private taxpayer-paid security. Yes, because they are very scared. They're frightened. They won't even bring their children into the country because they are so frightened. Mm -hmm. Well, I think this is ironic that they want armed guards in a country that doesn't allow citizens to own guns. Yeah, well, I'm pretty sure they see themselves as above the commoners, even if they don't carry the royal titles. Mm -hmm. Um, the next demand, oh yes, there's more. And I guess we could call this the final demand is a private meeting with the king without witnesses for an apology from the king and Prince William. Oh yes. You heard that right, friends. Prince Harry is demanding an apology from the king and from Prince William. To quote one of the sources I used, an insider told the Mirror, Harry has been very clear and his position hasn't wavered. He isn't going home if he feels the atmosphere will be as toxic as it was during the Queen's 
Platinum Jubilee and funeral. I'm sorry, what? What does he want an apology for? I don't get it. Like Being mean to Megan. He wants apology for being mean to Megan for basically this, his entire upbringing and his whole yes, life. This sounds exactly like my brother when he was with that narcissist. Please apologize to this absolutely ungrateful, vicious person who is trying to ostracize you from the family. And this is disgusting. It just hurts my heart too because this is a family. It, it's a family. And it's just sad. It's just very sad. But you can tell by these list of demands that there's not a lot of room there for... It's so funny because you listen to Prince Harry and as I tried, you know, become a fan. And he's all like, forgiveness and I've grown and... Oh, what? No, none of your actions. There's what Queen Harry... Queen. <laughs> there's what Prince Harry says and there's what Prince Harry does. And they yes. do not match. Friends, we do hope that you've enjoyed our commentary, but we want to make this a little more well-rounded and give you the experts' take. Because as what? you know- What? We're not experts? I mean, we are in our own right. <laughs> you know, but you're just getting into oh. the royals and I'm just- I'm just Okay. Mean. Oh, okay. <laughs> so Monica, what do the experts say about Frogmore and security? Is the king going to cave? Well, according to the experts, the king- has apparently already agreed. Oh, sad. But anyway, we move on to the balcony appearance. And royal expert Angela Mollard says in an article for Marie Claire, which, friends, if you are fans of the royals, Marie Claire is an incredible resource. They have so many articles on them. It, I was astounded. I was astounded Marie Claire is still a thing. Okay. <laughs> so... <laughs> Angela Mollard says there is no chance they're going to be on the balcony. The queen wanted a slimmed down monarchy. Charles is further enforcing that. He has dealt beautifully with Andrew and they need to turn around and say there's no chance they'll get a place on that balcony. The article continues to say that if Meghan and Harry don't decide soon, they may not attend at all. Well, royal expert Katie Nicole is one of many royal experts who said there's no way Meghan and Harry will or should be up there. Quote, Given the pulse of much of the British public, it would be wise for the king to have them it wouldn't be wise for the king to have them standing on the balcony with him and run the risk of booing. I thought that Ew. was pretty Yeah. Booing. Whoa. Could you imagine well, like the king doesn't want to be booed on his coronation day? Yeah. I have I do personally as a person and as not a commentator on celebrity royal gossip have a problem with this whole should they or should they not be on the balcony i mean to me that's the king's son who's not four years old or two years old or one years old and i do feel like he should be up there well, i mean one, as one a person source, who is married and has children right one source i read said that it is possible for the king to override this you know new tradition of only working royals because harry is his son Absolutely. And I think that he should. I think that's the right thing to do as a father. And it's in the tone of what his mother said about, we wish them a good life. They, you know, I mean, but this is a coronation and this is something exciting for the family. I, I think it would be, I think personally- The family and Megan an and Harry keep bashing. I'm sorry. I, I don't want them up there. I know, but I believe in giving grace and I would give my son the chance to be up there with me whenever I am up there um, becoming president of the United States. They're being invited. Yeah, I would invite him That's and graceful. I would allow him to be in the pictures. <laughs> 
Okay, because you want to be the bigger person here. You want to show what it really looks like to have grace, and maybe that's what we'll see here. But let's get on to some juicy gossip. What else are the experts saying? What are they saying about an apology? Most experts and professional commentators agreed that an apology is not happening, especially during the coronation events. I mean, hello. That's my commentary. Hello. During Mm -hmm. the coronation events. Get real. Okay. So (laughs) the king is just too busy. Plus, Harry has been demanding an apology from Charles and William since September and it hasn't happened yet. Not even during his attendance at the queen's funeral. The word private has become increasingly debatable in the Sussex space. Kinsey Schofield hosted the To Die, as in Princess Die, for daily podcasts told Fox News Digital. And according to Express, royal expert Nigel Cawthorn argues that Charles would never apologize to Harry, even if it was behind closed doors. It's far beneath the king, to quote him. Ew. Ew on apologizing being beneath the king. Gross. Well, he didn't do anything. I mean, ah, I don't know. If, if you if don't he, do something wrong, don't apologize. But I don't right. think you should attach it to the fact that you're king. Beneath the king. Yeah. True. Well, experts say what experts want to say. But now let's go to the gossip take and opinion pieces. Ooh, and yeah. yes, this is the best. And I have to interject <laughs> again with my favorite okay. journalist covering Meghan and Harry, Maureen Callahan. Her writing is, oh, it's so biting, Monica. I just wanted yes. to devour every article on them. <laughs> Her latest article asks the king to revoke the invitation. Oh, goodness. And to quote her, that Harry and Meghan reportedly can't accept this invitation on the king's terms is fair warning. Nothing the palace agrees to will ever be good enough for Harry and Meghan. They are bottomless pits of need and want. Grievance and betrayal are their default settings. Oh, yeah. I mean, when you're dealing with a narcissist, they're always going to come up with a list of demands that you cannot meet so they can come out on top. And that is exactly what is going on here. Okay, so the next headline is three ways the royal family is making sure Prince Harry and Meghan don't stand out at the coronation. I just love this headline. Like, I love that people are already talking about how to the side they'll be. Oh, gosh. The first thing that's happening is they'll be putting put in the cheap seats. And what are the cheap seats at a royal coronation or a royal event? That's the second row on the opposite side of the church from King Charles and Prince William. And this precedent was set was set at Queen Elizabeth's Golden Jubilee. Harry apparently attempted to change seating and was told he could not move by an usher. He was visibly upset, according to sources. And I love this gossip. Harry demanded to know who gave the order, and the usher told him, your grandmother. I mean, yikes. (laughs) I don't know. Part of my heart breaks a little bit, but at the same time, Harry, wake up. Someone, this relationship is destroying your relationship with the rest of your family. Is it really worth it? Wake up, wake up. You make your bed, you lie in it. Exactly, exactly. And I think that that probably was hurtful to him. But when you start putting yourself in between people, I mean, they're going to react and especially the British royal family with all of its pomp and circumstance. Are you kidding me? The Queen of England didn't even like it when she got hugged. I mean, come on. (laughs) Yeah. 
So we got a little bit more um, gossip here from the three ways the royal family is making sure that Prince Harry and Meghan don't stand out at the coronation. So as of the writing of this episode, which is March 30th, although we wrote on March 29th, everybody, mm -hmm. <laughs> the above article was published um, on the 28th. The appearance on the balcony is not happening. It's not happening. Not happening. The other thing that's not happening, no young grandchildren in attendance. This would detract from the king and queen as Archie and Lilibet are rarely seen in public. And everyone would want to snap photos of them and not of the king being coronated or crowned, excuse me, of the king being crowned. And, you know, why would Prince Harry and Markle want to put their kids in the limelight? Because the Sussexes just want privacy. Can't you see all the privacy that they want? Can't you see how low key they are? Can't you see this every day when you see them? Yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, thanks again to Showbiz Cheat Sheet for these juicy current bits. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait. We've got breaking news. We've got breaking news from our bedside reporter, Monica. Tell us. Tell us the breaking news. Meghan Markle is not attending the coronation. However, Prince Harry is. Everyone's speculating as to why. Uh, initially, it was speculated that Markle wasn't attending because she didn't want to detract from the coronation because, you know, all eyes on me. However, another royal commentator and several others in a recent article I read state that it's perhaps the best thing that she could do that they could do as a couple and it really shows their unity because harry can support his family and she can celebrate archie but there's so much more some of the questions surrounding the event were about whether prince harry and Meghan markle would be attending and who will be featured on the buckingham palace balcony with the new monarch well, both of those questions have been answered as we now know Harry will attend the ceremony without his wife and the working royals will stand on the balcony with the king. But for a few of those working royals, this appearance will likely mark one of the last times we'll see them and therefore will be a final curtain call for their service. That's where we're at. This is just a brief update from, you know, what's happened in the last couple of days. We want to keep everybody current and please stay tuned for next week's episode all about Markle and her history as the shortest princess in history. All right. Tune in next week so we can continue the Megan and Harry saga. Thank you so much for listening to this episode and letting us be part of your day, whether that's folding socks, driving to work, or getting in your cardio. We're happy to provide you with entertainment about nothing serious, seriously. Don't forget to subscribe or follow our podcast so you never miss an episode. If you're loving it, leave a five-star review on Apple or Spotify. You can follow us on Instagram at 2MonicasPodcast. That's with the number two. Access extended show notes and more at our website, 2MonicasPodcast.com. Love this episode? Hit that share button and send to a friend who'd like it too. Thanks again, and we'll see you on the next episode of Two Monicas in a Microphone. Awesome. That was fun.
Just stay tuned and we're diving into Markle and some current headlines. It's sure to be a treat. Yes. So follow us on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss the next episode. Until then. Bye.